0: Hi and welcome to Rebuild Your Happiness. My name is Gwen and if you or anyone you know is struggling with any kind of stress, triggers or anxiety, then stick around because I have some great tricks, tips and techniques that will help you get through all of this on a daily basis. I want to show you how you can rebuild your happiness and finally live the life that you deserve. Alright, so Today's episode is going to be about what is actually the root cause to your stress and anxiety. On previous episodes, I have already gone over the different effects of the hormones that are produced when we have stress and anxiety and how harmful they can be to your mind and your body over time. I also went over the control of the thought process and how we are the only ones that have control. So if you have not had time to listen to episode one, no worries, I got you, because I'll do a real quick recap for you before I get started on today's episode. But I do highly encourage you to go listen to the other episodes, because I do go into more detail on there. And just so you can hear my voice, because I am pretty awesome. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So, all right, so for today's recap, Okay, so number one is we learned that when we are stressed, our brain produces hormones called cortisol and adrenaline. Now, there's a few more, but these are the ones I'm going to touch base on. These are produced when our body goes into fight or flight mode, which is absolutely a normal reaction. That is what our body is supposed to do. Actually, what our brain is supposed to do. These hormones only become harmful when you stay stressed out and these hormones are produced more than they should be. So that's why it's important to keep your stress and anxiety down. So number two, we learned that our thoughts are actually the only thing that we have 100% control over. Nobody has control over what you are thinking except you. Nobody can jump into your mind and change what you are thinking. Now, trust me, I know there's a gray line with this because we have over 60,000 thoughts a day, so it is impossible to control each and every thought. I understand that and I get that. But nobody can jump in your mind and change any thoughts that you have. If you only have control over 10,000 or 2,000 or 3,000, You have the control of that, nobody else. All right, so for number three, we learned that everything we do starts with a thought, okay? There is nothing you do on a daily basis from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed that does not start with a thought. Really think about that because there's nothing you do that does not start with a thought. From brushing your teeth, to going to work, to responding to conversation, everything starts with a thought process. I will get to why that is so important, so let me finish the recap. Okay, so number four is the most important to remember and make sure you use it every day. I even suggest that you download this, write this down, so you can always have this to refer back to. Okay, for number four, it is our thoughts that create our emotions and our emotions create our actions. Now you can search this anywhere on the web and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just giving you a basics of what I learned. They will put it in different terms, whatever, but I wanna say it one more time, okay? Our thoughts that we have 100% control of create our emotions and our emotions create our actions. So guess what this means, and I'm sure you've probably figured it out by now, but I'm gonna say it for everybody to hear nice and loud, okay, this means if you do not like your actions, you trace it back to your original thought that caused that action. If you do not like your emotion, then you trace it back to your original thought that caused that emotion. Because your thought of the situation is where it all started. It is not the situation that causes the stress and anxiety. It is the thought of the situation and the stress that causes the anxiety. And I'm going to give you some perfect examples that will blow your mind. All right, so now that we are done with the recap, I'm going to search the web. Hold on one moment, give me a second. Let me. S- Google, hold on, main things that cause, oh darn it, that cause stress and anxiety, okay? Okay, so it popped up. This is what the internet says when you type in what causes stress and anxiety. Being under lots of presser, presser, pressure pressure. <laughs> pressure, facing big changes, worrying about stuff, it actually says worrying about something, Loss of a job, getting married, divorce. And that is just a couple of them. But if you think about it, the root cause of all of it, everything I just named and everything that you have ever been stressed about or had anxiety about, there is one common denominator and I call it the root cause. And that is the thought of the situation. You had to think about the marriage. It's the thought process of what you thought of the marriage. And I'm not saying every marriage is good or every marriage is bad. What I'm saying is is there's people out there that do not have stress in a marriage. There's people that do have stress in a marriage. So it's impossible for marriage to be labeled as stressful because if it was labeled as stressful and that was true then everybody would have stress in their marriage and that's not true. I mean we go through different things, we have arguments here and there, but I know plenty of people that love their marriage. I know plenty of people that don't like their marriage, they are stressed out. So, it is not the marriage situation. Okay, okay, all right. So, Wait, I have another one, divorce. Divorce is actually the perfect example of how it is not always the situation that causes the stress, but it, that it is the thought of the situation that caused the stress and anxiety. Now think about this. In a divorce, you have two people in the same marriage, then they get divorced, so now they're in the same divorce and and the same situation. And most of the time, these two people have complete different emotions and actions about the same exact divorce. One is usually happy and relieved and the other one is stressed to the max and can hardly function. Now, why is this? Well, I'll tell you exactly why. It was because their thoughts that turned into the sad or happy emotions, then the emotions turned into the positive or negative actions, were completely different for the two. And I just thought about this. As a matter of fact, I have two friends that recently went through a divorce. Both of their husbands cheated on them. They were both married to their high school sweetheart narcissist. (laughs) Their words, not mine. And they both own their home. They both have kids. One actually had a couple more than the other, but they both had kids. They both made decent money. But friend number one, I'm just going to call her friend number one and friend number two. All right. So friend number one, her thought was, what did I do wrong? Is it because of the way I look, the weight I've gained? She just keeps blaming herself for all of his actions, and she's still completely devastated, and she's having trouble moving on. Now, friend number two, she was hurt, but she said, what a scumbag. Now, that's her words, not mine. Actually, she's happy that she dodged a bullet. She's looking at it in a different perspective. She's actually breaking it down and looking at it. Yes, this was the love of her life, but she's young enough that she can move on and that she can find someone that's going to respect her. And please do not think that I feel that one friend is weaker than the other friend or one is more emotionally stable because that is not the case at all. Basically, talking to the both of them, one just did not know how to change the perspective and we're working on it. She's Doing better, but it's a process, okay? But I do have one more um, scenario that I want to tell you. It is on episode one, it's the full story, but it's just one more reminder of how it's not so much the situation, but that it is the thought of the situation. On episode one, I go over two sisters abused at the same time by the same man. He liked to abuse them together. They were very close in age, and one, her thought process of the situation was completely devastating, which she had every right to be devastated, and the other one, her thought process was she's not going to let that take over her life. She was not going to let her past childhood that she had no control over take over her life. Okay, so now when I was talking to both of the sisters, the only difference in the outcome of their life was the root cause and the common denominator, which was the thought process of the situation. So they had the same situation, just one had a different, a negative thought, and the other one had more of a positive thought. The one that had the more positive thought had the more positive emotions and more positive actions. And the one that had the negative thoughts all the time had the negative emotions with the negative actions. It follows each other. So like I said with my friends that were divorced... I'm not saying one is weaker than the other. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes we just don't realize that this is an option that just to change the perspective can actually make a difference in the situation. I also know that, trust me, trust me when I tell you this, I know that you cannot take every negative, horrible situation and pull a positive out of it. You just can't. But what you can do is you can take that horrible negative situation and you can look at it from a different outlook and maybe process it and think of it a different way so you're not beating yourself up because you deserve happiness, okay? And what I want you to do today is I want you to remember all four things that we just went over but The next time that you have stress or anxiety or there is a situation that you are struggling with, I want you to put all four of these into play. But before you do that, I want you to step back, take a breath, and I want you to figure out what was the root cause of your stress and anxiety at that moment. When you figure out what your root cause is, then you can take that because it's always going to be a thought, okay? So what was your original thought that sparked that emotion that created that action that you didn't like, okay? because like they say you cannot change something unless you know what you are changing okay so then from there what you are going to do is you're going to make sure that you take that original thought and you try to turn it into some kind of positive now if there's no positive in the situation i completely understand then you are just going to try to look at it from a different point of view a different perspective for some of us This change is not easy because we have that constant negative recorder that just replays and replays and it's constantly replaying negative stuff in our mind. So I'm going to tell you a little secret. The only way to stop that negative recorder and have some positivity in your life is to start with your thought process. Now, what you need to do is you need to get to the root cause which is the thought, then from there, you need to change the wording, okay? This is extremely important. You change the words because the reality is, is that your thoughts actually turn into words that come out of your mouth. And then we say these words so many times that we actually believe them. So the purpose of today's lesson is to show you to first find the root cause, which is the main thought, And then once you've found that thought, change your wording on that situation, okay? It is extremely important because if you don't change your wording that's coming out of your mouth, you are going to fall in the same pattern and you are going to have the same outcome as you did every single time. And then you are going to have stress and anxiety that is not doing anything for your life except taking your happiness. Now, I am not saying that every thought you have has to be rainbows and unicorns and happy thoughts or every word that comes out of your mouth has to be happy thoughts or positive words or unicorns, rainbows. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm trying to tell you is that for us to have less stress in our life, it has to start with us because that's the only control we have is what we do and what, what is what we think about, okay? So I'm gonna go over all of the steps and then give you a perfect example of a scenario where you can use this in your life. Okay, number one, we learned about the hormones produced during stress and the effects. Number two is that we are the only ones in control of our thoughts, nobody else. Number three is everything we do starts with a thought process. Number four, our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our actions. Number five is to find the root cause of the original thought. Turn those new thoughts into new words to have less stress in your life. Like I said, our thoughts turn into words and the words that come out of our mouth have a huge impact on our stress. Okay, so now for that perfect example that I keep talking about of how you can use this in your life to eliminate some of your stress. Now, you walk into a room and you say good morning to a coworker, family, or even a friend, and they looked right at you and turned around, didn't even say anything at all. So you walk away, and in your mind, you start going over all of these different thoughts which is are oh, how rude what have I ever done to her who does she think she is if she's having personal issues she needs to keep them at home so you are thinking all of this stuff because now you have taken this situation personal and now that you've taken it personal with your thoughts your emotions turn into upset frustration irritation and it turns into getting your feelings hurt. Even if you don't say it out loud and it's only just a little bit, it's there, okay? So now you've turned those, that emotion and those feelings into actions. And the actions in your mind are, well, I'm not going to talk to her again. Whatever. I'm not going to waste my time being nice to her anymore. And you start playing the scenario. So what you have done is you've taken this one incident and you have turned it into this whole thing in your head and created useless time of yours that you are stressing on the situation even if it's only a little stress it is still stress that you don't need in your life okay so not only can you not control somebody else's actions And trust me, that's a whole nother episode on its own, but we'll get there. But for now, let's get back to the rude coworker that you are never talking to again, well, in your mind. (laughs) So what I'm about to teach you does not justify the person's actions at all. The only reason that I'm teaching you this is so that you can have less stress. So remember, you're not justifying anybody's actions, okay? We don't have control over them, so we're not gonna worry about them. All right, so I'm gonna go over six, seven, and eight, okay? Now these are very important when it comes to understanding and starting this thought process over again to eliminate your stress in your life. These three simple things is what has made a huge difference in my life, okay, when it comes to stress. So number six is maybe. Number seven is what if. And number eight is extremely important. Ask yourself, have I ever done this before? So with those three in play now, this is what it looks like when the coworker, family, friend, whoever it is, does not say hi to you. Your thoughts, instead of rambling all to the negative, are now going to be, number six, maybe she's just having a bad day or going through something personal. Number seven, what if they were just trying to concentrate or focus on what they were doing and they didn't mean to ignore me? Okay, and number eight is extremely important, and that is to ask yourself, have I ever done this before? So that means instead of automatically ju- judging and thinking negative of this person, ask yourself, have I ever not said hi to somebody when they said hi to me and then I had to think back and go back and apologize and say, oh, you know what? I was deep in thought. I'm so sorry or whatever it was that happened at that time because I can probably say 99.9% of us have, okay? So in a situation, any situation, okay? Not just a situation. In any situation, ask yourself, have I done this before? Number eight will start to eliminate a lot of stress. Because once you realize that you have done the same action, then you have a little less anger and emotion and negativity towards that person, okay? Because if you've done it and you're not perfect, then they can do it and they're not perfect. Now, like I said, none of these steps are to justify somebody's behavior. They are simply to ease the stress in your life, and that's what I'm here for, because I wanna show you how to live your best life and not worry about anybody else. But unfortunately, we still do, I still do, we all do, I'm human, and there is a process to this, and it does take some time. But once you get it down, trust me, you will live your best life. You will have less stress, I promise you. Because think about the example I just gave you. If you would've used one through six that you know now, and then you use six, seven and eight, you would have eliminated the negativity and wasting that hour on the thought process turning into a negative and the negative turning into an emotional and the emotional turning into an action. It would have eliminated that process if you were to use these steps and you would have never lost that hour of your precious time. Our time is precious. Let's not waste it on people when we have no control over them, and we're not in their heads. We don't know what was going on at the time. All right, but the best part of this whole process is that it can be used on anything, and I mean anything. It can be used on stress, anxiety. It can be used on prevention of stress and anxiety, so you don't get caught up in a situation. All right, so you know I like my challenges. So today, my challenge for you is to incorporate all of this into your life, especially six, seven, and eight, and I mean especially eight because eight is extremely powerful because the minute we start asking ourselves, have I done that before, especially when somebody does something to irritate you and you call them an idiot or a dumb you-know-what, Let me tell you, when you stop and you use this process and you say to yourself, have I ever done that before? And your answer is yes. And then you think to yourself, but I'm not an idiot. Trust me, it's going to hit home if you're doing it right. So my challenge, like I said, is I want to know down in the comments below how this went for you. In what scenario, what situation did you use this? And how did it turn out for you? I love to hear these stories. Even if they're not all the time perfect and we can work on them, we'll work on them together. That's what I'm here for, okay? Also, I'm gonna give you a really quick sneak peek of my next episode, which is going to give you a lot of story time, a lot of details, and we're gonna go over the process a little bit, but we will jump into the next few steps, and then I'm gonna give you some great situations and scenarios. So maybe you can learn from my mistakes because that's how we learn as humans. Not only do we learn from our own lessons, but it is an amazing talent to be able to look at somebody telling a story and understand that that is not a route that you want to go down. And then you avoid it by taking the advice that they give or doing the opposite that they did. With that said, thank you for joining me. So if you are ready to hang out with me, and have a new BFF in your life, then go ahead and click that button, subscribe, hit the notification, download, or do whatever it is you need to do to make sure you never miss out on any of my life-changing positive motivational talks. So let's get this party started. People, much love to you. Thank you.